Welcome to Beating Cancer Daily. Beating stage four cancer for 30 years still takes my breath away every time I say it. I'm Saren, founder of the Comedy Cures Foundation, and I hope you'll join me for just a few minutes daily for the next 365 days so we may laugh, learn, maybe cry a little as we live our best days beating cancer daily together. So I have one of my favorite comedians back today on Beating Cancer Daily. It is Missy Hall. Now, if you followed Comedy Cures, you know that Missy performs for our patients and caregivers and has for a very, very long time before she was ever diagnosed with cancer. I feel that we all have so much to gain from Missy as she's going through this cancer journey and being a sister in comedy, I really love to just help her tell her story, but also teach the comic perspective that we teach here at Comedy Cures through this real evolution of her cancer diagnosis and then very bravely getting back on stage four days after she had surgery. It's mind-boggling, but If you know her personality, you know that, of course, Missy would get back on stage four days later because everything that she builds her comedy around is her authentic life, her authentic relationships, and everyday situations that she encounters that we can all relate to. So, Missy, welcome back to Beating Cancer Daily. Thank you. I love, love, love being here on Beating Cancer Daily. She actually really listens to the show, you guys. (laughs) Guess what time it is. Time for our disclaimer. Like, I can do it. I can do it. (laughs) What's so funny is, well, it's not funny that Missy was diagnosed with cancer, but I was blessed to be on this journey with her from the beginning and did not know that she was listening to the entire podcast, including the last sentence, which is the disclaimer, but she can do it like word for word and in the tone that I do it, which is a little cheeky, but she she really listens, you guys, right along with all of us. She really listens to this podcast, but I want to dig a little deeper into how you are building this comedy routine that is really based upon your true life experiences with cancer. And I know the first time when you blurted it out, it was because you were trying to navigate a microphone. How far are you into your cancer treatment now? Okay. So I was diagnosed in February and I've had um, two surgeries And I have begun radiation. I'm on day four of a three and a half week cycle of radiation. And then I will be on a medication for five years. So no chemotherapy. No chemotherapy. Okay. Um, Which my understanding is that's a very lucky thing to be able to get to skip. I'm very grateful for that. And for those of you going through with it, ah, so much, so much love and compassion for you. Um, radiation so far 
I'm halfway through. And then I guess, you know, I don't know when they say you're done, done. I don't, it's like an all the time thing, but I think for me personally, I think maybe the scariest parts are over because we have the plan. And so I'm, I guess I'm about halfway through the plan. Well, it's interesting that you say that because if you remember our very first conversation, I said that the worst part is really having no plan. And not that it's simple or easy, but once there's something that you're aiming at and you're calendarizing, you can exhale. And that is a big moment in a cancer journey when you can just exhale. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, there were dates on my calendar in May where I was going to be out of town on the road. And I know when I'm on radiation, I can't go out on the road because it's every day. And I was afraid that they were going to butt up against each other. And when they miraculously didn't, like, again, this big sigh. And um, for anybody that's just being diagnosed, that you know, that anxiety is crippling. And you had said that about the plan. And then another doctor said, I think you'll feel better once you have a plan. And I couldn't wrap my head around that. Yeah. Um, but once things started going, it, it really did help the butterflies in the stomach. If you haven't heard any of the episodes with Missy or where I talk about Missy, you should really go back and hear them because this is an ongoing conversation that we're having. Also, if you haven't heard any of the other episodes on radiation or just being diagnosed, if you've just been diagnosed, these are really valuable parts of the conversation. So I hope that you really dig into the 365 episodes. <laughs> I am insane of this podcast so that you can really get all the great nuggets that hopefully I'm giving you. Now, the reason why I love talking to Missy is because we get to really dig into developing your comic perspective. Now, she does it professionally and she gets paid for it. But Missy, let's really talk about when you started to get your groove back and you started really performing and deciding that you were going to integrate this into your routine, do you do it while you're in treatment? Um, what I do, what I've found happens, I live about an oddly specific, about 11 minutes from the cancer center where I'm being treated. And I find my car rides there or my car rides home, I start categorizing. It's almost become part of the routine. Sometimes in the waiting room, when I'm actually in treatment, I tend to be more meditative. Uh, But in the waiting room, while I'm waiting and changing and getting dressed, sometimes things will come to me. And that's that I almost, my ritual is like packing my water, making sure I have the thing, do something. Sometimes I listen to this podcast on the way, depending. And then, but other times I'll think, okay, what should I write down later? Because in my head, uh, my treatments are in the morning. In my head, I like to think, okay, I'm going to do my treatment. And then when I go home, I'm going to have a writing session. And these are things that I want to include. What's the funniest thing 
that you've heard so far? Is there any one thing that jumped at you and you were like, that is hilarious? There's, there's been so many. Having one of the doctors examining me after surgery, is it politically correct to use the word nipple? But that's what they were talking about. You're fine. You're Biological fine. Part. Okay. The plastic surgeon actually said, I don't know if you noticed, but your nipples are currently crooked. And the fact that she thought that that was something that I hadn't noticed. (laughs) (laughs) One is pointing straight ahead. One is pointing to the left. I'm like, (laughs) I did notice. (laughs) It made me laugh. I was like, but I didn't but I didn't want to complain because you got the cancer out. So it feels like crooked nipples are a fair exchange, but it's kind of like looking into the eyes of Forrest Whitaker at this point, you know, and just the fact that she said, I didn't know if, you know, that I might not notice. And then I didn't want to hurt her feelings by mentioning it because it would have seemed so ungrateful. If I'm like, you saved my life, but you put my nipples back on crooked. It just, I don't know. And the more I talk about it, it just makes me laugh. I am trying not to (laughs) climb all over you by laughing while you're talking because this is so valuable. Okay, everyone. This is exactly what comic perspective is because we both have trained ourselves to look for the funny. And I call it finding the funny. That's a name of a project that we do here because our awareness is so heightened to smell funny, look for funny. That becomes funnier than the technical difficulty of having, you know, asymmetrical, weird pointing nipples. And the fact that she's so sensitive that she didn't want to hurt her doctor's feelings. Like that makes it even funnier because there are people that could have stormed in there and just been rageful of my nipples are on wrong. You're a terrible doctor. This is malpractice. And Missy's just like, this is kind of funny. I'm going to use it in my bit. But I also like got rid of cancer. So I don't want to complain about my nipples. Like everything about that is hilarious if you've sensitized yourself to find the funny. And this is what we're trying to teach through Beating Cancer Daily with these comic perspective episodes and the tumor humor episodes that you can actually take a minute, put some space between you and the bad news or you and the comment, and then find the funny of it and train yourself to react that way instead of with anger, depression, rage. You still have to deal with the emotions about it, but this is the greatest way to build resilience. And Missy, you just proved it. It's it's so helpful. And and it does, you know, it makes you really see yourself. Like I I was like, the so many females, that's what we're like. We're like, oh, I I don't want to bother you with this. You know, I don't want to seem ungrateful. I was never going to mention it. But the fact that you thought I wouldn't notice feels a little strange too. Um, (laughs) Wait, I wanted to tell you a story and I forgot the last time we spoke. So I was getting a mammogram and for anyone that's never had a mammogram, because we have men listening too, they actually make you put your boobs on a shelf 
and then they compress them. And then I do a comedy bit about it's as if you've given your toddler the remote control to the garage door and your boobs are sitting under that door and the toddler's just exploring having a remote, squashing your boobs very painfully up and down. So anyway, so I have this bit, this routine that I do about getting a mammogram. And so I was getting a mammogram and I'm literally compressed in this machine. And the tech walks in and says, oh my gosh, I saw you on the news last night. You're the (laughs) funny lady. And she just kept going on and on about the news broadcast. Meanwhile, I am completely compressed in this machine and she's not releasing me because she's (laughs) so ecstatic that she realized that I run the Comedy Cares Foundation and that I'm a miracle survivor and, you know, so on and so forth. And I didn't want to be ungrateful just the way that Missy didn't want to interrupt the doctor. I, I didn't want to like be like, get me out of this machine. I wanted her to have her, you know, fangirl moment about my my situation, which is a miracle. And people do react that way. And I want to celebrate with them when they're excited for my survival. But I just wanted to be released and I was not getting released. So yes, it does happen. And look how polite we are about it. Because <laughs> I don't want anybody to feel upset or uncomfortable in my presence, right? I don't want to, <laughs> you could have started river dancing. <laughs> you were compressed. <laughs> it was, it was actually one of those times and you'll relate to this where they had it at the wrong height. So I was almost on my tippy toes oh, because they had walked out of the room when I realized the machines were too high and they were like pulling the boobs I have left up too like it was the whole thing was so awkward but I love that story and I love when you come to beating cancer daily and you really talk to us about your journey from the comic perspective thank you so much don't forget that Missy does have this weekly show and also that she's very active on social media really talking authentically about this journey So if you want to find her, you can come to the Comedy Cures Foundation, click on the contact button and just say, hey, send me all Missy's contact information or hit the record button. And if you're loving these episodes and you want Missy and I to discuss a different aspect that we haven't touched on yet, just let us know because hopefully not only will Missy continue to listen daily to Beating Cancer Daily, but she'll come back throughout her entire journey and talk to us and share her wit and her wisdom with us. Thank you so much, Missy. Thank you so very much. It truly is an honor and it's fun. So thank you. It is fun. You make me laugh and, and I feel so close to you. I mean, I've loved you through all of the gifts that you've given the Comedy Cures Foundation by performing for our patients and caregivers, but just to be on this journey with you from the very beginning has been such an honor. So thank you, Missy Hall. Have a blessed day and I'll see you tomorrow. If you love today's episode, then tell the world. Why? Because Beating Cancer Daily and our membership circle are both a listener and donor supported experience. So the more people you tell, And the more people that join us, the more 
robust and interesting programs our nonprofit, the Comedy Cures Foundation, can bring to you throughout the year. I really want you to go to comedycures.org. And of course, I always want you to make a donation. It's tax deductible to the extent allowed by law. But what's super exciting is not only can you laugh and explore the comedy there, you can look at our membership levels and find the one that's great for you. And if you're feeling a little bit generous, gift one to a chemo brother or sister or to a caregiver that you just want to help them improve the quality of their day. Thanks so much. See you tomorrow. Guess what time it is? It's time for me to read the disclaimer. Beating Cancer Daily and the Membership Circle are not in lieu of medical advice or treatment. They are for entertainment purposes only. Please consult your healthcare team to review your best strategy. Thanks for listening.